Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Time to Get Serious. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is Thursday, June 1st in the year 2023. And to celebrate the entry of June... We now have every embassy in the world of the U.S. Embassy flying the rainbow flag under the American flag, which I find despicable and disgusting, but such is the times we live. This is a symbol for the world to realize that we are now the global capital for child pedophilia, for child rape, child sacrifice, and child sex trafficking. And what that offends those of the rainbow origin, too bad, because truth hurts. This is one of these times right now that should be a wake-up call to everybody as to the magnitude of what this war is and what they're trying to do. And on the horizon are more things that are going to stress us or at least try to stress us and bring us to our knees. If anything, the resolve should get more resolved, should be more solid within your heart that no matter what they do, you can never bow or never give in. Patriots, before we get going tonight, one of the things that I've come to value very deeply is the purification of the air in our living space. And this is actually a relatively new kind of awakening for me. And though I appreciate air quality, I haven't appreciated the importance of great air quality in our home until recently when I brought on a product called EnviroCleanse. EnviroCleanse is truly a wonderful air filtration system. It's 100% American-made. It sorts and filters out bacteria, viruses, allergens, chemicals, odors, dander, and many of the things that cause irritation, especially in this time of year when we have seasonal allergies. So I'd really recommend you check this out. EnviroCleanse is, can be found at ek, ekpure.com, ekpure.com. There's a link always below the podcast for this. If you use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, you're going to get 10% off, plus free shipping, plus a free air quality monitor. Now, this product is well-built. Like I said, 100% American-made. It uses a dual-filter system, a HEPA filter and a mineral filter that's patented, and it really works amazingly well. And with this, you'll see that it's been used by the Navy to filter the air within ships, and this is a unit that can run day and night. I've been having the unit I have run now almost steadily for 10 days, and there's different levels of filtrations, a very, and with that, le- different levels of volume. It's a very quiet system, and it constantly is circulating and filtering the air in the room, and it does make a difference. So check it out at ekpure, ekpure.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. With that, you get 10% off free shipping, 10% off, period, free shipping, period, and you get a free air quality monitor. So I think you'll be very impressed with what it is. It covers large spaces in your home. It'll do a great job. So check it out. Well, Patriots, like I said, starting this year off has been kind of a bummer. I mean, year off, this month off. And we look around and suddenly we're flying the rainbow flag across the world. This is all part of the continued war on the family and, most importantly, our children. Their entire goal is to mainstream their ideology to such a degree that people just basically acquiesce and accept it. And with that, that means that you're accepting pedophilia, you're accepting the idea of man-boy love, you're accepting all of these perverted issues because the LGBTQ movement is truly about a perversion that's mainstreamed. Unfortunately, a lot of the youth is being corrupted by the same mentality. They're out here because we live in a world now that's so detached from the realities of nature. People live so much within the internet space that they don't live with real consequences. And that is an unfortunate byproduct of the 21st century technology nightmare that we currently live in, where the most of a consequence is, is like walking down the road, reading your phone and bumping into a wall. But the idea of being accountable to the sorts of things we do just isn't real. Also adding to that, that the family is fairly broken. So many of the kids don't understand 
the idea of even what a parent is or what a, a nuclear family is with a father and a mother. And with that, having two parents of men or two women or two, two men as your parents, to them on the outside doesn't seem that wrong. All of these things are obviously a smack in the face of God to try to mock God and show God that his children are weak and incapable of really leading as we should. Remember, we are the children of the Most High. And most of what we should be doing in truth is to be leading the world as the sons and daughters of the Most High. We should be advising nations, not doing this garbage. But with this, there is also another aspect to this. And within the informational space, our eyes are being focused on a rainbow flag while they pull off some of the most seditious issues to date. One of those is they're trying to change the way nations produce food to reduce produce a less productivity agriculture in the name of global warming. What they're actually doing is they're in our face getting many people to agree for the fear that the world is suddenly going to die tomorrow and that we're all going to roll over like dead cockroaches because there's too much carbon in the air or whatever else they're coming up with. This whole idea is to be able to force a global famine. Now, just to give you an idea, this is from the Huffington or from the Gateway Pundit. The global climate cult is getting ready to kick its war on food into overdrive with 13 nations, many of them major cattle and food producing states, led by the United States, Argentina, Brazil, Chile, and Spain, signing onto a commitment to place farmers under new restrictions intended to reduce emissions of methane gas. The global methane hub announced on May 17th press release that agriculture and environmental ministers and ambassadors from 13 countries, including the United States, have signed on a commitment that pledged to reduce methane emissions in agriculture. The U.S. was represented by Biden's climate czar, John Kerry, also known as a lizardhead. According to the press release issued by nations and posted in the Global Methane Hub, that's actually a name of a publication, Last month, the Global Methane Hub collaborated with ministries of agriculture of Chile and Spain to convene the first ever global ministerial on agriculture practices to reduce methane emissions. The ministerial brought together high-ranking government members to share global perspectives on methane reduction and low-emission food systems. The gathering led to a statement in which the nations committed to support efforts to improve the quality and quantity of and access to finance, last time I checked I couldn't eat money, for climate change adoption and mitigation measures in agriculture and food sectors and to collaborate on efforts aimed at lowering methane emissions in agriculture and food systems. Okay, your kids are the target of these pedophiles. Now your dinner table is the target of these pedophiles. They are doing everything they can to try to literally bring about a global famine and force people into the place of eating bugs, which they will grow, green stuff that they will grow, and genetically produced protein alternatives. All of this in the end has one singular purpose, to reduce the energy and functionality and health of humankind, ultimately leading to true famines, to starve people out, and to reduce the population to their target number of 500 million, which they seem to think is a manageable herd of humans. Never before has it been more important to be prepared now to take your stand. And I just have to underline that over and over. We have a federal agency that has, it's grown like a cancer and it functions like a parasite. Our government is a parasitic government. It is a tyrannical government and is a despotic government. And they are doing all that they can to try to wage a war on every plane they can because American people aren't pushing back hard enough. Very simple. Patriots, we have to lead the effort here. And part of that is that we have to make sure that we're doing agriculture, raising our own food in every capacity possible. You have to be reducing our dependency on anything corporate owned. I mentioned the other day, just offhandedly, that with the Target debacle, I was surprised that we didn't have people standing up starting child children's clothing lines. And to my joy, five people in Bards Nation have reached out, which will get that featured after Yuba City. 
and that's a part of a project I'll talk about in a second, to literally get people aware of the fact that we are that we can buy handmaids from people that are great seamstresses and get away from this corporate model. But the corporate model is built on convenience, and convenience is ultimately the death to humanity. So, Patriots, on a quick sidebar before we continue, CB Distillery, cbdistillery.com is one of these great products that we have that's American-made. It's grown from American, it's made from American-grown hemp. These are CBD products for your health, for your for your whole vitality of your body. They help with sleep, they help with pain, they help with recovery, all sorts of amazing things. I've been taking this now for a few weeks, having I have nothing but rave reviews on it. They're great quality products and easy, easy to use, easy to consume. So if you head on over to cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com, use your promo code, B-A-R-D-S, and you'll get 20% off on their products. These links, of course, are below the podcast and every podcast. They are a product that I think is essential for every medical cabinet in the house. And this, again, we're getting back to what God gave us as products to use to maintain our health. And in the coming days and weeks and months and years, I suspect, we are going to see an increasing attempt by the government to force poor health upon the public, whether that's a another pandemic that they do, another a COVID con of some fashion, some sort of panic and fear, reducing access to certain vitamins and minerals, reducing access to certain foods. You need to have the products available to you that will continue to keep your health and vitality strong. The CB Distillery does all of that. And it will also keep you from having to depend on anything of these corrupted products that pharmaceutical tries to put in your body to poison you, kill you, or maim you, whatever else they're going to do. So cbdistillery.com, use your Bard's code B-A-R-D-S, gets 20% off, and you will be extremely satisfied with what you have there. And I would highly encourage you to check it out. All right, so I think we need to get into a little bit more pragmatic issues as we look across the board. We know that war on food is real. We've been talking about that for some time. And we understand very clearly that the government is not friendly to the people. It's trying to do all it can to destroy the people. There's no question that part of this is the pollution and corruption of the way we think, our thoughts, our spirituality, which is part of the nourishment for our bodies. We have to start making some pretty hard decisions here as a people. And we've been inclined this way, but I think more than ever, we're at a pressing point that's going to make a difference of whether we're successful or whether we're, we're stumbling about. Now, right now, our government is unchecked. It's running unfettered and, in, and without any accountability. We know that it has the resources and will to raid people's homes, arrest people, throw them in jail, being contrarians to the point of view that they want to push. We've seen that big tech willfully participates in the censoring of information and data. And they do so to try to keep this, the truth silenced and avoid having people understand what's really going on. But this has to change gears a bit because what we need to do is focus less on the political and much more on the health and wellness of people. That's critical. And that means food and what we consume means the way we operate in our daily life. Now, I'm going to talk just a little bit tonight about some of the projects that I've been working on here and just to try to reinforce the points of county by county. Every one of us has the opportunity to grow food. There is no limit to, your, to what you can do to, based on where you live. If you're in a, an apartment, you can grow microgreens, you can grow herbs, you can grow uh, a variety of other products, especially if you do pot gardens on the balcony. These are all available with somebody that's in an apartment. If you live even in a trailer, say, and that trailer is a place you can work there in the same way. You can grow things in a small trailer space. You can live in it, whether it's a mobile home, motor home, whatever it is, you can live there and grow things as you should. Herb gardens are a great one to start with because it provides a lot of the essential nutrients that we need in our body. But I can't stress enough the importance of getting involved in growing things. It has to happen. Okay, it's a necessary point because we need to take back control of one of the primary issues which they've seized control of. They're re expecting and relying on the fact that through the corporate industries that they influence, and they're going to try to extend those policies into other areas of agriculture beyond their reach, they're trying to force compliance by small farmers and small, ran small ranchers 
to force them into the corporate model. And the corporations have all bought into the same stupidity that you see d- displaying itself at Target in the advertisements for Bud Light, the, ad- the products that are being carried at Kohl's, etc. All of this is about a global communist tyranny that's being imposed by the bankster elite that wants to force the entire Western countries into a submissive enslavement class that they will use as an experiment to ultimately demonstrate to the rest of the world leaders that they can cull out their people, replace them with robotics and AIs, inject them with garbage. They will convert them to a hybrid human human group known as transhumans and therefore show that they can rule these people who are supposed to be the most powerful in the world. And as the rest of the world witnesses this, they will comply, understanding that the elites were able to subdue the most powerful nation in the world. If the United States falls, the rest of the world falls. It's that simple. And no one's coming to our rescue. No one. All of this centers on us as people being able to have the will, the fortitude, and the courage to stand up, proclaim our authorities in this world, and stop messing around and letting them steamroll us over. So the principal question for tonight is, what do you believe in so much that you're willing to sacrifice everything to defend? You have to ask yourself that question. And it's a very real and visceral reality that sits before you. We're at a point right now when food, like I said, as we've been saying for months, is a weapon system. They have destroyed over 1,900 food processing plants in the last year or so. That's incredible. And that's not something that's easily or quickly replaced. We have seen the destruction of environments as they've had these magical tip over of trains and spills, which gives them authority under their environmental rules, environmental rules that are in place for Agenda 2030 to force people off the land. They've waged war on their rights of water. Oregon's one of the leaders in that and trying to proclaim that the state has control over rainwater, believe it or not, and they've actually taken it to court and they've had some victory there. The governments are corrupted. The the Supreme Court in the last 48 hours has ruled that it's okay for the IRS without warrant, without notice, to go through your bank accounts and see what you're spending. They can do a full investigation on your bank accounts and there can be, there's nothing said about it. That it goes along with if they're doing an investigation with a criminal, They can look at your bank accounts and even tie you to that criminal, even if you did some sort of transaction that wasn't even intended. All of this is the level of corruption we are dealing with the system. What's that telling us? It's telling us that we're back in 1775, to be honest, not 1776, not quite there yet. We're on the verge of a Lexington and Concord, which probably is going to need to happen because we are at a place that... We literally have to start taking a stand as people. And this is a place where, oh, I'm just reading somebody in here, somebody's new in chat, talking about, oh, ye of little faith. Obviously, this person has no idea what this channel is about. So welcome to the channel and, and glad you're having such a wonderful time. So the whole point is people don't like truth. And this is just a great segue into what I was getting. People want to be painted, given a rosy picture, and people want to be given a pat on the back, and they never want to face the realities of the brutality of the world that we live in. The world is ugly, and the only way that we are going to get through this is starting to face this truth and starting to overcome this truth with the fact that we are stronger and greater than it. When people come in and they hear truth, I love it when they walk into chat, because when they do and they don't know this channel, as just happened, They assume immediately that what's going on is a discussion of doom. This isn't a discussion of doom. It's a discussion of reality. And the fact is that our government is a tyrannical, despotic government. And it's out to destroy our lives. And if you don't understand the functioning of your enemy, you will paint rosy pictures and think that everything's going to be okay. One of the outcomes of this that is way too common, especially with those of the, of the church and Christian pew-type religiosity, is the belief that they can sit on their butt and pray to Jesus and hope that things will be okay. That is not going to happen in our world today. This is a time when we have to take action. This is a time, literally, that we need to be t- leaning into this and be doing everything we can to be building strength within our ranks based on true actions of sowing seeds and putting our hands deep in the ground and getting our hands dirty. There is 
there is nothing out here that's going to allow us to be passive on the side of this government that's coming at us. And with that, we have to start being authoritative in the type of actions that we need to take in our lives, knowing the nature of this government that we're in. Our government is out to destroy people's lives. Our government is in a place to try to destroy our children. One of the things I absolutely adhor at this moment in time are those that live with rose-colored glasses and try to say somehow like, well, don't be a doomsayer. When our children are being convinced to go out and cut their nuts off and girls are being convinced to cut their breasts off or go through HRT, which is hormone replacement therapy, which is not reversible or, re or worse, going through beta blockers, which destroys them for life. And so we have these idealists to sit out here, many of them, unfortunately, within the church that are sitting here trying to turn their eyes away from reality and pray and say, oh, it'll be okay. Don't be so doom driven when, in fact, the horror is happening around us. Those people are as complicit in this crime as those that are doing the crime. And God will hold them accountable. So, so much of what we talk about here that is necessary is to literally be leaning in and taking authority back in this world. There is no place for being soft in this point in time. Polish thy sword and understand this iron sharpens iron. So when we come to food, when we come to action, when we come to things around us to understand that it is seriously, like the title says tonight, time to get serious. They're not playing. They're not going easy. And they're not going to back off. This isn't their intent. Their intent is to try to push and push and push and weaken the society so much that there's no opportunity for people to stand up. And there's few enough out there that will be around, so few of them out there that will be left, that the, what they put up as a resistance will be nigh and they'll be able to steamroll it right over. I don't believe that's going to happen here. I don't believe it because I don't believe that that's the spirit of the true American patriot. For those that are uncomfortable with truth, well, see you at the finish line, but don't be looking to be first in the line when we get there because you won't be. You'll be a memory of why we did this because the apathy that was there is the reason we were motivated to stand up. It is time for us to be that bold and to get away from the apathy that has been so pervasive in this culture that has allowed this cancer to develop. That's a very different position that we're in now. We're literally coming to the point of having to prepare our Paul Revere's to prepare for a moment at Le of Lexington and Concord. And though no one wants to see that actually take that sort of form, the fact of the matter is that this government has waged war upon us in many forms. Let's keep in mind and remember the hundreds of thousands that have been killed by this injection and it continued to be ravaged by the consequences of this injection. Let's not forget that that was instrumented by our Department of Defense, run by connected with Antonio Fauci, who was the bag carrier that went between agencies to give them money and funding so that these agencies could develop the bioweapons that they could deploy on their own people. That's the reality of our government today. As I said, you had the IRS, who was supposed to be defunded, but now has been refunded thanks to Kevin McCarthy, massive sellout and has now been re-empowered with the, with the authority of the Supreme Court to go through anybody's bank account without your permission or approval. That's a violation of our Constitution. That's search and seizure without warrant. This is the world we now live in. States are increasingly trying to find ways to find gun control measures to limit your ability to buy and your, your ability to have guns. This is continued issues. California has now banned open carry in their state, which is a fundamental right, should, was a fundamental right in every state, but that's even become under siege. So you can start to see the levels of what they're doing and what they're rolling in behind all of this is a tyranny, a tyranny that leverages itself on violence, emotional reaction, and, no, and trying to cultivate an apathetic class and it's done right from the pulpit in many areas to teach people to, to do nothing, to not want to hear bad news, to want to be stroked and given good news and basically given the lollipop of deception. The lollipop of deception. The only thing people don't realize is that lollipop metaphorically is laced with LSD. They're keeping people in an illusion. Right now, this war has become more real than ever. We have seen now that on a global scale, and I don't understate what I'm saying here, what you see today on June 1st is the raising of the pedophile flag across the globe to let everybody know that America is now the home of freaks and perverts and that you're welcome here. And we see that in everything that they're doing. 
They're not allowing, they're not trying to filter out the good immigration. They're trying to build in the worst coming in. And with that, we see the rise of fentanyl. We see the rise of child sex trafficking, like the 83,000 children that are missing that came across the border under this particular administration, which we can assume were turned into the hands of pedophiles, sex traffickers, and worse, like Satanists doing sacrifice. So when you run into people that try to tell you that you're a doomsayer, remind them that you're a reality person, that you're facing realities with the courage and boldness that God gave you and the authorities that God allowed us to have in this world. But to use those authorities, we have to know what our enemy is like. And people that don't want to hear the truth, those people, push them aside. Because unfortunately, the ones that are going to try to preach to you, especially using gospel, tell you that you have no faith, they're the weakest of them all. Because they're not willing to take the action to step into the world to do the real hard work that's necessary to turn this nation around. Hard work begins literally in our backyards, on our, on our balconies, and in our windowsills. That's where you're growing food. And it is so important to continue to push in and grow as much food as we can. Time is not in our, on our side here. And we have to continue to work hard to maximize what we can do in our spaces and we have to be prepared to defend it. I can't stress that last point enough. Patriots, I'm a true believer that as we stand boldly in faith, that God will continue to protect us and guide us in all of this. You know that. But the fact of the matter is that we have to start working very closely with our community members to understand that this time we are living in is by design to be one of random violence and chaos. The defunding of the police isn't stopping. The overexpenditures of the federal government isn't stopping. The attempt of the federal government to reach into everybody's backyard and control you isn't stopping. The expansion of AI is not stopping. None of this is stopping. And that's the part that where the war begins, but where our actions have to get more intense. Gardening a fundamental act of really defiance. And I've said this many times here. One of the most patriotic acts you can do is grow your own food. It has to be done. And it has to be something that every single person is participating in. We have to get back to some of the older ways and learn how to do it. Now, just before this show, I was on Mark Baker's show, which is Anyone Can Farm. And just so I give it a, a, the fair recognition that it deserves, Mark Baker has developed an tr- entire teaching method and of how of all the aspects of farming. It's he's got video libraries that they're continuing to expand and it's anyone can farm and you'll find it. Uh, I if you search for it. I would really recommend you check that out. It's a great resource and it's a great resource on many levels as we go forward here needing to understand some of the skills and techniques that since we don't live in in agriculture communities or agrarian spaces and often are disconnected, it's a great opportunity to gain that information and build different types of libraries. Libraries of knowledge should take on several different forms. One should be a physical paper library. And that physical paper library should be books and publications, hard form. You should also have a digital library. And those should be stored in Faraday bags on, on USB sticks or hard drives. But keep in mind that those have a life, lifespan, meaning that over time, the digital information will naturally degrade like over 10 or 15 years. I would recommend you do a bit of research on archival type USB drives and even redundancy savings of that, so more than one drive. RAID systems are a little bulky, but some of the new ones, I believe, are dividing even into um, solid-state drives. You can use them as a RAID format. All that's doing is creating a redundancy in the event that you lose the drive. So redundancy in your storage in the digital medium is important. But you need to start thinking in terms of creating these libraries, not just having bookmarks, but in creating these libraries that are you can literally separate from your computer and keep in a Faraday bag. All of these things are important right now because there's a lot of things that they're telegraphing that we know are coming. The food issue is one. They're setting up the narrative for the grid going down. That is a scenario which they're trying to portray is going to be a white supremacist action which will give them a right to round people up, throw them in jail as the grid goes down, imprison people in silence so nobody will know what's going on, and ultimately torture and kill a whole bunch of people. That's probably their plan. So that leads us to the next part. You need to have a defense plan for your home. 
and I'm very serious about this, all right? While you have a, a plan to grow food and you have a plan to have knowledge and resources, you equally have to have a plan for, your, for the defense of your family and your property. And it needs to be serious. And you really need to ask yourself what you're willing to do. Because unfortunately, with this type of government, what we're noticing is that there's a high measure of compliance by people that should know better. We've seen this across every one of our service branches. When we talk about people standing up and doing the right thing for not taking the backs, we yet have 10 times that number of people that for the wrong reasons agree to take it, even though they know it's wrong. The commanders are the ones that ultimately show the true colors as they embrace things like LGBTQ and gender transition within our ranks, while they're also forcing soldiers to take the injection. Those commanders are going to be the same commanders that will support doing FEMA camps or death camps of any form. I'm not kidding when I say this. We've seen a despicable form of American attitude that's grown out of corruption and a willfulness to comply. The patriot is the one now who has stood the line and stepped outside of all of this. The patriot has been the one that has demonstrated their ability to defy government, to be ungovernable, and we have to become more so. These people think in many ways in their head that they are unstoppable. They believe that there is a fierceness that's coming out that they can deliver that will force people to continue to bow and to take whatever they give. They have no reason to believe otherwise. 60% of the Americans rolled up their sleeve and took that damn vax. And every one of those people that participated in that are the ones now that have perpetuated the problem we're in today. I can forgive that, but they need to be accountable for that. And that's ultimately at the core of where we're getting to. Our country is running in an unaccountable nature. There is no accountability for what has happened or what continues to happen. The FBI is just rank, it's just a rank, vile terrorist organization is all it is anymore. So when someone tries to tell you about the FBI and how there's good and there's bad within it, we don't have enough time to sort that garbage out. Every single one of them that has been complicit in these crimes and even have been silent around these crimes are complicit in the same crimes, which are crimes against America and crimes against humanity. This goes in just about every agency in government. And there's going to be an increasing narrative that you will hear of people saying, well, I was just doing my job. I didn't know anything about that because I was in this department. It's not going to fly. They were part of a machine that waged war against the American public, and they did nothing. They did nothing. In fact, the amount of people that are leaving government right now is just immense. And they're doing so for reasons that aren't really true. They're telling you, I'm just retiring. I'm, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go into the private sector, whatever they're saying, for various reasons. What's really happening is people are beginning to bail. They're jumping ship because they know that the American public is waking up to what the real criminality is in this nation. It's our government. And our government is doing everything it can to continue to force people into compliance, into a global slavery and a national submission to the power of the federal government. Right now is a call more than ever that we need to be engaging with people in uniform, people, whether it's law enforcement or whether it's military, to be reminding them of their oath, reminding them of why they took that job, and highlighting the dangers of what we're facing. The truth is going to be our weapon of greatest strength to set us free. But with all of that said, each of us has an increasing burden of responsibility to not only produce what we need, but equally to lead our communities in that direction. Gardening is a big issue. It's important. You need to do it. You need to be growing food as much as possible. We have the issues of health. Health is another one. We know that there's, we anticipate, I should say, another pandemic, pandemic coming. They've already been telegraphing it. And with the pandemic, there's going to be, they may initiate something that's already embedded in people with the vax, or they may just create a scenario out of nothing and use the media with their AI backing to just create something that's literally not even true. Since most of the Ukraine war is fake, you can imagine what they can do with something like a Malberg virus, which they've been telegraphing for months. We're still under the asset or the control, I should say, of a medical tyranny that gives elements within the government total control over our medical institutions. They're going to do another pandemic. If they do another pandemic, they will do the same thing in trying to force people in fear to take another injection. All of these things, as we know very well, have to be avoided, but our knowledge 
has to accelerate and increase as we prepare to mobilize as a counter narrative against what's going, what they're going to do. If one thing we have learned in the past number of years is we can't sit idly by and we can't just tell ourselves that everything's going to be okay, this government does not stop simply because we don't like it or because we pray. They're ruthless. And while our prayers have mighty power, and we'll close with those, those sorts of comments, the idea here is that we are literally in a place where our actions have to lead others to take more independence in their lives and prepare themselves so they don't have to be in a place of fear. Fear is our greatest destroyer. It's equally the greatest chain breaker when we let it go. And this government knows very well that fear is a great weapon and it continues to use it in every aspect to stir people to compliance and submission. I wish we could honestly say that our government was worthy, but there's nothing in our government anymore that's worthy, not of the American dream, not of the Constitution, and definitely not of the Declaration of Independence. It's rancid. And I, would, I will be one, I will be this voice that will tell you that while they, we may see at some point justice come for the big names involved, I will be the one pursuing the small ones. I will not be satisfied in this event until I see the local doctor, the local the elementary school teacher held accountable for crimes against humanity, for what they have done, whether it was the vax or the transgender agenda, and put on trial for just that. For those purposes. As far as the punishment for the crime, that'll depend. But we need to be down to that sort of focus and that sort of accountability in a nation because we have gone that far off the rails. So as we look at building up our resources and our ability to withstand another shock, which is coming, information is critical. Be abil- have the ability to keep your information up to date, what you need for your own knowledge, to sustain your systems and grow your knowledge. That's going to come from, again, it's going to come from knowledge libraries you build. Food is critical. Make sure you have food stored up. Make sure you're growing food. Make sure you have seeds. But keep in mind, with seeds, seeds have a lifespan. It's about a year. Unless you seal them in airtight bags, you still have a limited lifespan on seeds. So keep that in mind, that you're going to have to continue to use your seeds, and seeds aren't just held infinitely. We need to, you need to have the practice of growing and growing food, because that doesn't just happen. It takes a discipline to do it over and over, and to learn to get better at it. You have to learn about your soils, the watering, the taking care of different plants, their uses, and what it is even to grow things. People that haven't grown things before, they don't know what they're looking at. You could be growing one product and not even knowing what it is if you don't understand how to identify the plant as it grows. These are big issues because all of this systemic knowledge has been stripped from us over the years. Unfortunately, we willfully complied to it. So as we continue to go forward, we also have to look, like I said, at our defense plan. Defense plan takes many levels, but you have to start coming up with different measures of what the defense plan does. Some of this is going to be harassment that will come to the door, FBI, IRS, NIH, others will be CDC, who knows what it'll be, trying to probe your your environment. Pay attention to who's in your neighborhood as well. I just came across a guy yesterday that came down and talked to me and said, just wanted to let you know I'm in your neighborhood, I'm doing a solar surveying. I have no idea what his real purpose is. I'm questioning who sent him. He didn't provide a lot of information, but I'll find out. The point of this is you're going to see more and more of this in your neighborhoods as they try to find ways to monitor you, check you, and know what you're doing. They want to do surveys of what's going on in the houses. They want to know what everybody's up to because this is the surveillance state gone mad. And we're far from the end of this thing. As I've said many times, pay attention to what goes on in D.C. for one sole purpose. Who is saying end the vax? Who is saying seal the border and who is saying end the surveillance state? And I think when you put those three together, you're going to be down to one or two congressmen at best. That's the reality of our world. And it's a brutal world that we're in and it's a world that we have to take back. And we're going to take it back through local action, building our connectivity in our communities, building resilience, building adaptability. And all of that comes from doing, not just theorizing. So food, knowledge, security, those three pillars are essential to what we're doing. We can add to that other things like clothing. We can add to that other things like your roof and your housing. Those are things that 
yes, are ex- essentially very important to be able to produce those for yourself, to be able to repair your home for yourself, to be able to get by power and electricity is another one. Heat is another one. All of those things will are part of a greater model in trying to make our homes more resilient and our lifestyles more resilient. But there's one part of all of this that encapsulates everything that we have to come back to every time, and it's our faith. And within all of those spheres, everything we need to be doing is we need to be working each of these areas with our faith and with our trust in God as doers and as overcomers. So important in what we do right now. We have authorities in this world to take and wage war against this evil. But within that, God also doesn't tell us to sit on the side and do nothing. So as we produce and get ourselves more sovereign in our food, we need to be praying into not only the success and bounty that God will give us, but the protections in which that will be provided for what we do. As we talk about the idea of a security plan or a knowledge plan, God has all the wisdom we need. We need to build that knowledge plan, lead how he leads, but also lean into him more for the wisdom that only he can provide. When we get into a security plan, we have a physical security plan, which should be a last-ditch effort. But at the end of the place, we also have authorities to use that we have to practice and tailor and use daily to become good at the authorities given to us by heaven. All of these things loop back into a single model that we, to be resilient patriots, have to be standing boldly on the rock of faith and be fearless in what we do. So as we do that, and we are fearless, as we take fear away from us, we then become the children of the Most High, the sons and daughters of the Most High that should be advising nations. It's very important. But that begins with us separating ourselves from any sort of fear they put at us. So in the whole encapsulating piece of time to get serious, remember that getting serious means that they are going to try to make you submit through a massive barrage of fear, which is only increasing and continuing. You have to really understand that fear is the greatest weapon that they have. And in that weapon, we have to be able to defeat it. And by defeating it, that means we have to have solid relationships with our Father, a solid rock footing on the rock of faith, and an ability to see clearly and discern as we move forward. A lot of moving pieces, but there's a, when we put it together, it's not as hard as it seems. But it's a focus on a daily basis a daily basis that each one of us is now in a war. We've been engaged and been enlisted in God's army. That should not even be a question in your mind anymore. And part of that that comes with any war is risk. Also with any war comes the grit and the dirt of doing and the challenges that lie ahead. But the one great thing in war that always happens is as we lean into faith, we become overcomers. Time is now. The call to action is around us. The games are done. There's no more time to to waste. And whatever hesitation you may be having, if you have any sort of call in your heart, lean into it and get it done. The clock is ticking. This this group of, of tyrannical parasites are moving in a broad level. And while it might be nice to paint a picture of, you know, the end is nigh, there's a white hat team going to take control, look around and be honest. Strip away the rose-colored glasses and be truthful to what you see. Things are deadly out there. If you're a child, it's extremely real. Our role, protect the children and the innocent. Give voice to those that have no voice. And ultimately, stand boldly in the kingdom with our sword of the spirit and hopefully a sword of steel on your side. This enemy is relentless, but we will overcome it, but we have to be fierce like a lion. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we bless, we're blessed tonight to come together to assemble and to be humbled before this very, before you and before all the wisdom that you provide. Father, on this day, as we reflect very deeply on the world that we're in, this is a challenge that we now face, and you know. We know that only through you can we overcome this enemy that's coming at us. And our, as we lean into you, we trust in you, we stand boldly as a remnant, fearless before this enemy. We ask and pray tonight, Father, declare that we have hearts of lions a courage that is unrelenting, a fearlessness that burns through every bit of our body to stand before this enemy and to literally defy, to become the power of the defiant, the power of the ungovernable, and to put our allegiance only to you 
and never bow a knee to them. Guide us and protect us, Father, in this time. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, a lot of things to consider. A lot of action happening. The world is moving fairly quickly, probably faster than we would like it to move. But the reality is that these people are exposed in one primary area, the very theme that they gave this whole month, pride. Pride and arrogance will bring be their greatest downfall. It's time for us to be that humble warriors to observe, to execute, to work diligently, to stay out of the limelight, but to be persistent in everything we do. And most of all, be ruthless and relentless in your heart. Never give in, never bow. Always pursue that which God puts before us and do so with victory in your heart. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line.
This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.